And now, on with the show. Hey, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, everybody, once again. Here we go for another episode of Weekend Watch. I am a host, Spencer, sitting with Keith. Oh, hey, I'm a, I'm a host, too. And uh, we may be joined by Jonathan a little later on. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Depends. We'll see, we'll see how he's it goes. A, he's got a very important phone call or, or something. More important oh. than us. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what goes on with that. Uh, but, you know, let's get into it. We got a show. It's a little bit different today. We uh, had something planned. We were planning on doing a, a watch along. We had a fan reach out to us on social media and ask us to do a, a watch along for a uh, specific episode of a show. Uh, I wanted to oblige, but I'm having some tef- technical difficulties trying to figure out the best way to do it. So we're not doing that this week. Instead, we're just gonna we're just gonna jib jab. We're gonna yep, talk we'll- some news. We're gonna talk, uh, you know, what we're watching lately. Get into it a little bit, but no uh, no strict format. We're just gonna we're just gonna go and see how it goes. We we will be doing that watch along eventually though. We're not scrapping it completely. We just need to kind of hash through some some technical things, find out exactly how we are able to do it with our setup and then we will be doing that watch along. So most definitely. Yeah, something to look forward to. Even if we all have to get together down the road and record it live. I mean, fuck it, why not at this point? Yeah, for sure. So we'll figure it out and when we do, it should be fun. Maybe something we can even do more regularly. Yeah, I'd like that. Sounds cool. Sounds like a good idea. I like it. So uh, let's get into it. What, Keith, what you been watching lately? Man, we've been watching all sorts of good stuff. We did the third season of Umbrella Academy, which which I enjoyed. It it, it was good. I don't know. That show just, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I like the characters. I like the powers. I like the broken family aspect. It's really fun. But, I just uh, I don't know why I couldn't get into it. Maybe I need to give it another shot. I, I barely made it through like the first two episodes. I think you should. Some of the characters are just so good. Klaus and Five like are are just well written, fun characters. They're I don't know. I I really like it. Hazel and and I don't know. The first season I think is still probably my favorite. So I don't know if you can't get through a few episodes though. I don't I, I don't know. I, I think it's good. Third yeah. season was good. Second season was really good as well. They they did they do interesting stuff with it. I like I said, I like the powers. I like what these these people are able to do, and I like the way they use it and how they're all kind of just broken broken family people. It's fun. Yeah, it does sound decent. You know, I, like I'll, I'll get to it. I'll try it again. Yeah, I check really- it out. And and again, like I said, if you get through a few episodes and you still hate it, then I guess I guess it's just the way it's going to be. Not for me, apparently. Yeah. Um, I have been watching the new Resident Evil series on Netflix. Yeah. And I new- it is getting awful reviews. Yes, really, really bad. From from friends of ours as well that are telling us like don't even bother. Yeah. Uh our friend Dylan is uh is the one who said that. Uh I'm gonna pull up its rotten tomatoes page real quick. It's bad too. Like it's real, real bad. All right, it I think is it was 50s in the audience, Ooh, but oh my goodness, 53% critic rating, 26% audience oh, rating. It was the critics that were in the 50s. Oof. 
So, all right. I don't understand all the hate for it, frankly. I think it's fine. Uh, now, granted, I am not a Resident Evil uh, acolyte, I guess. I'm not, I've never played a single game. I watched okay. the, the movies, like the Mila Jovovich movies. Yeah. But that was literally the extent of my Resident Evil uh, exposure. And this is just a reboot. Like, and frankly, it's good. I enjoy it. It's not, it's not good. Let's put it that way. Okay. It's entertaining. It's entertaining right. enough that I'm on the final episode after a couple, after two or three days. Well, I I really enjoy the the movies, like you said, the Mila Jojovich movies. Like those those are fun fun zombie flicks. Are are they are they good? Would you put those in the category of? Is it in the same good like but not good category? I mean, they're entertaining. Like I said, yeah, the, especially right. the first three were decent movies. Yeah. No, I, I like I said I enjoy, I'm not I'm not shitting on Resident Evil because I th- I love those movies I think they're great but yeah. at the same time I also know they're not the greats of the movies you know it's not they're they're not great movies they're just great movies yeah so if it falls in that same vein I don't see why why it would be catching so much hate um, Dylan seemed to be saying that it was very like CW teeny teeny bopper type stuff like are you getting that feeling at all like slightly i i would not go so far as to say it's like that you know it's not one tree hill or whatever yeah right yeah it's i mean the the fact is is like it takes place in two different time periods like right when it's all about to go down and then like 16 years later okay so you follow a couple of teenage girls i think they're albert wesker's kids um you follow them and like as they're teenagers, like trying to unravel a mystery that pre- that precedes, you know, the apocalypse, and then it flashes forward a whole bunch to you know them as adults and stuff. All right. And so there's a little bit of you know teen, teen drama, but it's really yeah. not much. I don't know. It, it's, it's not I, the whole it, show. It, it's not yeah, taking it's not over the whole then. show. It's not taking over. It, it's not the main focus. Like overall, I think it's pretty good. How are the zombies and 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 such? Because Resident Evil does does some really different stuff in that way, um, and some of the critics were saying like not enough zombie action is. So well, that's true. You... There's not quite enough. Um, it's set far enough in the future that the zombies are. I don't want to say they're like contained or anything because they're very much not. But there's a some semblance of a society has been set up again, you know, freehold outposts and then umbrella controlled safe territories. And, okay. You know, so it's not like, it's not like walking dead style where right. there's nothing. Um, we're, we're all in raccoon city, right? Like that's, that's where no, 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 no. So yeah, it, the whole plot, I don't want to give it much away, but raccoon city happens like 20 years prior to, you know, the earliest portion of the show. Okay. And they're in New Raccoon City unraveling this mystery. Okay. And, and the world looks completely different through in the time jump. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to still give it a shot when would we when I have a chance. It's not something my wife is going to watch, so um it's going to probably take me a while to get around to it. Yeah. And even then, if it doesn't grab me right away, I got to use that that kind of time wisely to watch the things that I want to watch, you know? So if it's yeah. not like really great, it really good. If it doesn't snag me, then I'll probably pass on it. But I'm still interested in checking it out. I'll get through a couple episodes at least. You know, how long yeah. are the episodes? Hour forty five. Uh, let's see, because it's Netflix original. Yeah, maybe forty. Yeah, 
the mo- the final episode's an hour long. I know that much because that's the one I'm on. Okay. So yeah, some anywhere between forty five minutes and an hour. All right. There's eight episodes total. Easy enough. Yeah, not terrible. Yeah, so that's what I've been watching. I definitely say go for it. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I think it's getting a little unfair hate. For sure. Yeah, I don't or, see I don't see why I wouldn't watch it. I feel like the people who really dislike it and the ones who are probably making the reviews so skewed are the diehards, the fanboys. The big the big fan the game fans. Right. It's hard to please diehards anyway. Right. Whereas for me, I'm like, oh, zombies dope. Cool. Yeah, that's all I care about. I don't need 100% dedication to the video game lore. Yeah. You you can tell a new story and I won't even notice. (laughs) Yeah. Give me the spookies. Give me the... I don't know. Like I said, Resident Evil does different stuff with their zombies. It's not your your same old same. There's a lot of lore behind it and a lot of different... I don't know. Very mutated craziness. You know, it's not just zombie shit yeah for sure so that makes it even set aside in the genre so you're right it even if it it doesn't follow the games exactly i love the zombie genre like that's that's my jam so i'm definitely gonna check it out absolutely me too as i have already done it so i don't know why i said (laughs) that (laughs) i'll be finishing it how about that good enough yeah yeah all right cool uh well Let's move on. What are you looking forward to? Oh shit! Catching me, catching me off guard. Let me let me look at because there's I posted a few things recently into our into our notes that I know okay. I'm 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 really looking forward to some some things. I got um, one for you then. All right, uh, Hit me. we we this was posted in our in our show notes a while back and I missed it last week. So Reservation Dogs season two trailer dropped. Yeah. Uh, and man, does it look awesome! It, I, I, I did watch this trailer. I'm all about this show. This is such a good show. So when are we yeah, very excited for that. Uh, August third. Oh man, that's only like a week and a half away. Man, that's coming up quick, huh? Um, a couple of movies that that we talked about. I don't know if we ever got around to talking to about them on the show. Um, I don't think they're streaming. I don't know. Is a uh, smile. The, oh, the horror movie Smile. Smile. I'm really excited for that. And then the one you posted right after that, which I think is even sooner, is Black Phone with that Ethan Hawke. That one's been, been in theaters now oh, for a while. It's, it's happening right now. I do yeah. want to watch this. I'll probably have to wait until it's streaming because I got the baby now. But um, I, I'm excited to watch this one. That's, that's, that's a cool premise. Yeah, especially Ethan Hawke as a villain. Yeah, a, and he's doing creepy. it well a creepy kid diddler with a mask and stuff. And there's a supernatural twist to it. Oh, it looks, it looks good. The black phone, uh, smile. However, um, I am cautiously optimistic about smile. So this is a movie that looks like it's about some sort of hidden curse where that spreads through looking at people or smiling (laughs) at them. I don't quite understand. Like the I, I don't, whole thing behind it is this woman like is treating patients. It looked like who have this curse and she doesn't know what's going on, but then she catches the curse and only she can see people smiling at her, telling her she's going to die. There's like a, a ring aspect to it where it's like, you're going to be dead in eight days or something like that. 
the tagline is once you see it it's too late yeah very it, it's it's got very like you said ringish vibes to it but i don't know the i i got chills during the trailer i'm hoping the trailer isn't the best part of this movie that's that's why i'm also cautious about it but i'm probably a little more optimistic than you are cuz i don't know this trailer really hooked me i i just happened to watch it on a whim usually i wouldn't look twice at this post that I skimmed past and I was like, yeah, I'll check this out. And it, it got me like just the trailer was, was sending chills down my spine. Yeah. The visuals look genuinely creepy. Yeah. So that, that does give me some hope, but I'm also a little worried that the trailer, I hate when trailers do this, where they show the whole plot. They give you all the information and then you see 10 minutes of the movie and it's like, Oh, well, now I have all the information and I, I know, know the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little, yeah, I really hate when they do that, but um, we'll see. So maybe I'm really hoping out, holding out hope that, that there's a twist or something. And, a, you know, maybe the trailer is the first 30 minutes of the movie and there's more to it. So I don't know. We'll see. That one does. Like I said, that one is one that I will watch, but I'm ready to be disappointed. Yeah, fair enough. That one we got a ways to go. September thirtieth, so closer to spooky season. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see that one somehow. Lauren probably won't watch it with me, but I'll, I'll go see it. You're gonna have to start relying on renting in, at home now, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can't really take a little one to a horror movie at the, at the, at the, at the cinema. No, fuck that. Kids going free. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll be that asshole with the crying baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, you could. Other it doesn't stop most other people. <laughs> All right, I got one for you. That next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about this at when we record because tomorrow, uh, Laura and I are going to the theater and we're gonna see Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Oh, buddy, that's exciting. I'm I'm excited to hear how this is. Because those those videos are great. This movie has just got to be a gem. And it's exciting to go see it in theaters. I thought at first you were going to say you're going to go see Thor. Um, but I, I'm even more excited for you to see Marcel than I'm excited for you to see Thor, honestly. So that's the problem, right? Is like <laughs> If Thor follows the Doctor Strange release schedule, it's going to be on Disney within the next six weeks. Yeah. So I'm like... Should I just wait? I mean, the theater is great. It's a great experience, but when you're just going to give it to me on something I already pay for, then <laughs> why? Why should I? Especially so quickly. Like before, yeah. it was an inconvenience when you had to wait six months or more. Right. And they'd have two new Marvel movies in the theater before this one goes on streaming. No, they make a fat nut in a couple of weeks, and then they're like, okay, whatever, stream it. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I, I'm happy for it, but like now I'm not spending money in the theater for them. I'm going to go see another movie that's going to be harder to find. Yeah, for sure. Because Marcel is is a much smaller movie than yeah. anything in the, the Marvel Universe. Oh, that's funny. Well, why don't we continue talking about the Marvel Universe? Because we have some more Marvel news, as usual. There's always Marvel news that we got to cover. Uh, D23, Disney's annual convention, is coming up. And there is September 10th. And there is rumor that uh, they will be announcing the cast and director of the new Fantastic Four movie. 
That is exciting. I um, God, I don't even know what they're gonna do though. Maybe watch, it's exciting. I haven't watch watched Madness I, yet. I haven't watched Madness yet, but it's been spoiled for me. So whatever. okay, so I'm gonna give a little bit if you're into that sort of thing and haven't watched. Yeah. It. Maybe spoilers for the next thirty seconds. Uh, John Krasinski plays uh, Mr. Fantastic. Right. Uh, Reed Richards. Right. Um, but, but it's in an alternate timeline. It's in another. It's in one of the multiverse universes. Well, that's Sam Raimi commented on it. He was like, I gave everybody the Reed Richards they wanted because it, I could, because it was a different timeline. It was it, like, that was the easy thing for me to do was to just bring him in for the, this one bit, you know? Yeah. And he, I think it's pretty well known that he's not going to stick around for the, the part as a whole. But see, I don't know. He might because, I, I mean, I don't want to speak to, you know, business stuff because or real world contracts and shit like that. Story wise, though, it would make it would make sense because people who exist in one universe are the same person that exists in the multiverse. Like what I mean by that is it's still Benedict Cumberbatch playing 10 different versions of Doctor Strange. Right. What uh, about the Loki variants? I mean, that is true. There, That is true. Fair enough. Uh, that is a good counterpoint, but like, uh, what's her name? Plays Peggy, uh, played Peggy in the alternate universe, right. except she was Captain Britain, right? Instead of Captain America, so like, it's the same actor. So it, it, there's precedent to bring him back. Yeah, I mean, when you have infinite universes, yeah, there's gonna be infinite that are exactly like you, and infinite that are completely different than you. That's right. That's how infinity works. <laughs> So there's definitely, you know, a reason to bring him back. Like I said, I don't know if he's going to want to as an actor or what, but he could. Yeah, I, I see it. I, I, it could work, but it could also have just been a bit. I don't really know, you know. True. Uh, speaking of actors coming back, uh, Eldon Henson, the guy who played Foggy in the Netflix Daredevil show, is also set to return uh, in the new Daredevil TV series. So they're just literally continuing it. Uh, I'm I'm happy about that. Honestly, this is this is good news to me. I think the actor that played Foggy is is brilliant at the role. I I fell in love with him in the role. So it would it would feel weird if they brought someone else in or they just kind of forgot about him or whatever. So this is this is good for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I hope that also means that they're going to bring back Deborah Ann Wool as Karen Page. I don't see why they wouldn't, and I don't see how these actors wouldn't just be like, uh, fuck yeah, give me that Disney money. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I have a thing for her. Yeah, she's... Real pretty. A good-looking lady. Yeah. Uh, what else? What other... Is there any more Marvel stuff? There's one. Oh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy is coming to Netflix on August 1st. Yeah, I mean, that's not MCU Marvel, but it is Marvel, and... That's actually big news. We can we can revisit. I would love to do a revisit of these. Oh, we should a franchise breakdown of Spider Man. Yeah, we could do all the Spider Mans. Do Sam Raimi do the Amazing Spider Man and then do the MCU Spider Mans? I w- that would be fucking awesome. I mean, technically, they're all MCU Spider Mans now. Now they are. Now it's canon, right? Yeah. Um, and a little bit more Marvel news. Disney Plus is adding. Some some names that you would not expect them to add, and that's Deadpool, 
Deadpool 2 and Logan. They are coming to Disney Plus. First three rated R films to be on the on the streaming service. Hell yeah. Great movies too. Like this is huge. This is a big thing for Marvel to really be this inclusive uh, for Disney to be this inclusive of of all of the Marvel IPs. This is this is really I don't know, it's all coming together. It is, and I'm here for it because they should. Like, yeah. it would be stupid to just be like, "Well, these are R-rated, so we're going to drop them on on Hulu." Hulu well, no, that's yeah. dumb. Like, stop it. I wonder how long yeah. it is until Disney acquires Sony Pictures, just so they can get Spider-Man back. <laughs> like, we're going to wind up with two media companies all because of Marvel's business terrible business decisions back in the '90s, right? Like, they've already bought Fox. That got them X-Men back. If they do Sony, they'll get Spider-Man back. If they buy Universal, they'll get the Hulk back. And then everything will be back under under the, the House of Mouse. And that's it. That's all we... Then your, your viewing pleasure is all streaming in one place. No more cable. They just buy everything. Every TV <laughs> show. Every... <laughs> just one company to tell us what to think. <laughs> Oh Sounds... man, I don't want that to happen, but I do want them to have their licenses back. I I just want all these names under one roof. I don't yeah. want half the movies to suck ass. Like I just I wish that like I mean it, it's just so fucked up because there's so many characters they could be introducing that they don't own. Yeah, like Namor. There's a reason we don't have a Namor movie, and that he hasn't been in anything is because Universal owns it and refuses to do anything with it. No, they're they're using it as weird leverage. It's not even like leverage to get anything. It's just to be like, haha, you can't have it. Yeah, and we're not even we're not going to make it either. We're just going to lock that name away, and nobody can use it. I want a king of the sea, man. Aquaman was 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 real popular. People loved Aquaman, so why can't we have a Namor movie? I yeah. There's isn't Silver Surfer also. Uh, Silver Surfer was owned by Fox, so Disney was has it? that. Okay, yeah, because they they were also fantastic. oh yeah, there was Silver the, Surfer's part of the fan or not part of the Fantastic Four, yeah. but part of their their repertoire. Right, I remember now. So yeah, now they have all the Fox ones, which was all of X Men, all of Fantastic Four, and I think there might have been one other, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's enough. Up. That's enough Marvel, huh? We, yeah. We've covered. I think that was all the Marvel stuff. I think uh, that's all we got. Let's go over a few other trailers that dropped. We got a new trailer, or the first trailer, I guess, for Halloween Ends coming in October. The final question mark, uh, <laughs> Michael Myers movie, at least of the new trilogy. Uh, and man, part of me really, really dug the trailer, and part of me really hated it because it of how bad PTSD was. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween Kills was an atrocious dumpster fire of a movie. Did you ever watch it? No, I never did. It was the antithesis of what Michael Myers should be. Uh, I hated it. I really hated it. <laughs> so they took like the whole character and just like flipped it on its head and did some com- something completely different. They like made this like supernatural aspect to it, like a subtle one. But and I know that that's been a thing in the past, but it still doesn't feel like what the the like essence of Michael Myers should be. Um, and they just Some of the greatest thing about the characters is that mystery. There's zero explanation to it. I, and I love that. 
Right, and that's the problem. And they explain it. They're like, oh, every time he kills, he just gets stronger. No. Like, no, that's not... No. Like you can you can make that be you like that can be what happens, but you can't explain it. Right. You can't give me it's lazy to just make it exposition. Right. And there was so much unnecessary exposition in the movie that was just terrible, which was oh. sucked because the 2018 Halloween was really good. They're just dumbing it down. Then they got to so explain I'm, everything to their entire audience. <laughs> yeah. So I like I said, I, I'm approaching this one with caution. It really feels like they, like Danny McBride, intended for this to be a two movie arc originally, and then the success of number of the of 2018's Halloween made the studio be like, no, write another one because that's what it felt like. It felt like two hours of filler. Yeah, there was absolutely no reason for it. So I'm hoping that the final one gives the original vision and that it's actually really good. Uh, and that, that's what I'm hoping for, but check this trailer out. Uh, even if you didn't like Halloween kills, cause <sighs> it's something, it's something at least it's more Halloween. Yeah, that's something. Uh, what else we got? Uh, official confirmation that mortal Kombat two is happening, which I feel like we all knew. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we ever thought that wasn't going to happen, but it's nice to get confirmation, uh, anyway, because it reminded me how stupid fun that first movie was, and I'm probably going to go back and watch it again now. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah. So that's definitely something. Uh, no trailer. If you haven't, I don't think it's filming anything even yet, but it's just something to look forward to. If you haven't watched that first Mortal Kombat movie, I think it's it's HBO, right? It's on HBO. It was, I mean, it's it's not a good movie, but no, no Mortal Kombat movie is. this, And this was the best one. Like the fighting was great, the characters were nailed. Like it was, it was it a good like, Mortal Kombat it movie. Like an extension of the games, like yeah. it, they really paid homage to the games. That's okay. All right, I'm gonna go rewind for a second here because that was a point I was gonna bring up about Resident Evil, the show okay. that I didn't that it skipped uh, slipped my mind. There are multiple scenes in the show that feel like they're straight out of a video game. Uh, so it was like some first person zombie killing action like some third person over the shoulder zombies like zombie murdering scenes that Uh, sounds great yeah it worked really well like there are some tense moments of action that they filmed incredibly well and really felt like they were paying homage to the game series i've seen like a lot of videos coming out recently of people doing like real life gta where they have a drone flying in third person behind somebody. They like get into cars and like walk into walls like they're doing stuff. But everyone I've seen is really well done. And I've thought for a while, like this is a, this is a tactic that needs to be used more in film because it looks good. It looks really good. Like following somebody around like that, especially if you're going for a video game aesthetic, like it works, it works really well. And some movies have tackled that. Like the one that pops into my mind first is is Crank with Jason Statham. For sure, a lot of that movie was over the shoulder, third person view. I liked it. Yeah, it's silly fun. Like Those movies, I'm so, God, I love them so much. Yeah, do you remember that movie Hardcore Henry that came out a few years back? That was like I, all first person. I that, do, and I, I wanted it to be good, but it was so gimmicky, man. Yeah. It felt way too gimmicky. 
Uh, I don't want a movie of a first. I don't want a first person movie, but a few scenes, like as a little, you know, as a snack, as a little treat. Yeah, I that like was, that. It worked great in the show. Cool. That's good to hear. Uh, so that was just something I, I thought of. But yeah, back to Mortal Kombat. Really stoked for for the second the second movie because it it felt it feels like a natural thing, right? Like the the whole first movie didn't even get to the tournament. Yeah. Right. Like we're just we're getting the build up right now, and that it's yeah. good. It's good build up. Yeah, I think sure. I I don't even know if we'll get to the tournament in the second one. I hope we do. Like, I hope we do I, too. I want that payoff. I, like have the build up. Second movie is the tournament. Third movie is the aftermath. You know, like yeah. oh they okay. cheated and they're invading Earth or something like that. Right. Give me a, an, an annihilation vibes. Man, that w- I, I'm excited for the, how they do the tournament. Because, like you said, they they captured so much of the game essence. I'm wondering if we're gonna see like similar like fighting arenas as in the game, and you're gonna have that like start of the fight that kind of like zooms out and pans back, and you see the two fighters standing there. Like, I'm excited to see how they do this because they're gonna fucking nail it. I know it already. Like, it's gonna feel very Mortal Kombat. Yeah, definitely. Because those scenes in the first one were so great. Like the yeah. little glib moments where they're like, check this out. Remember this from the video game? That yeah. was fun. Doing some fatalities and shit like that. And they and had like the, like the, the voice. Like, like tripping. Yeah. God, it was good. I'm going to go back and watch this. I keep, I keep thinking about it now. And it's like, oof, I got to revisit this one. Yeah, for sure. I've only watched it the once. It should, it's time for a revisit. Yeah, same. Uh, cool. What else? Uh, speaking of sequels, uh, Michael Mann is working on bringing Heat 2 to the big screen. So, why? Why? I, I know there's a that, book. Yeah. But, that's been out a while, but why? Heat he was so good. Like, let it, st- let it just, let it just stay so good without sequeling it. Why do we need a sequel to Heat? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't either. Michael Mann wrote the sequel, wrote the book. Because wasn't the movie a movie original? Like, I don't think there was a Heat book before they made the movie, was there? Uh, not that I knew of, but I don't know. Maybe I need to read a fucking book or something. I'm trying to, yeah, man wrote the script, so yeah, it was uh, it, it it was an original screenplay based on true life events, but right, it was not a book. Then he wrote a sequel as a book, and now they're making it into a movie, and that's just silly. This is this feels weird. It just feels weird. It's been 27 years. I was going to say almost 30 years since he came out. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like too long. God, I love Heat. Write something new, man. Michael Mann. I wanted Heat for our our uh, theft week, our thie- thievery week. Yeah, heist I, week. Yeah, heist week, but it wasn't streaming anywhere. But God, I love Heat. Is it now? I don't think it is even now. No, probably not. Uh. Nothing that anybody has access to. No, Fubo. Fubo and AMC Plus. Man, what a great movie. So many good people. Yeah, for sure. So weird, unnecessary, but whatever. Uh, and we got a uh, a poster for the upcoming Christopher Nolan biopic Oppenheimer. God, there's so many people in this movie. Yeah, he really got literally everyone to star in this movie. It's... It's got uh, Killian Murphy, I believe, as Robert Oppenheimer. Yeah. 
uh, Robert Downey Jr., Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh, Jack Quaid, Matt Damon, Josh Peck, Matthew Modine, Rami Malek, Benny Safdie, and Alden Ehrenreich. Like, it's, it's losing its luster, all these huge name directors bringing in every actor in the industry to, to play in these roles. You know, like, I, I've liked it for a long time, but I feel like it's losing its luster. I feel like we need to stop doing this. We need to stop dumping a half a billion dollars into these movies, get a couple of big names and some nobody names, and let's let's do do that again, right? Yeah, I agree with you. It's a weird thing where like an indie filmmaker has a hit or two and suddenly they're like a studio director and they have all the money in the world and this happens. Like I yeah. said, I'm not. I, I haven't seen the movie. I'm sure it's good. Uh, I I'm excited for it. Really, really like Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, but there's something gets a little lost. I think when, like I said, these indie directors become huge. I mean, this has happened to Nolan a long time ago, obviously, but he just keeps getting bigger and more money and bigger productions. And I'm like, part of what I loved about him was his ability to thrive in the face of adversity not having a lot of money like that restriction you know it's kind of a a a cliche but restriction really did breed creativity in his case yeah he he was forced into bringing something to the screen with what he had to work with um and not half the money in hollywood yeah and that's the thing is he's so big now everybody wants to work with him and he's not saying no clearly right and i get it I mean, if I were in his shoes and <laughs> I had half these people asking to be in my movies, then fuck yeah, you're in my movie. You're in this movie right For now. Sure. Um, so I get it. But I don't know. There's been so many of these movies in the past, I don't know, five years that just have such a stacked build that it's it's becoming less and less of a, oh my God, I've got to see this movie because of the cast thing. And it's like, oh my God. Like, how am I going to keep up with this cast type of thing? The f- the most fun that th- this thing ever does is, like, when the- it's not built with all of these people. And there's a couple of, like, stars, and then the rest of the cast are, are some mediocre stars. And then... Working actors, sure. Yeah, and then you have, like, huge names as, like, super small roles just popping in as their little cameo roles. That's That's when it's really fun. Not when every role Uh is just a major person, you know? Well, part of me though is like, I don't, I don't honestly, I think I'd rather have them all be more main characters because when they pop in, it's like, oh, that's that person. And now I'm taken out of the movie. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's Robert Downey Jr. for 10 seconds for a, for example, I don't even know what role he plays in this, but you know, if that's what it was, you know, oh, there's whoever, um, then I'm like, oh, that this is just a bunch of celebrities. Whereas if you just introduce them and they're in the movie the whole time, then I'm like, okay, I, I, I can I can reimmerse myself. Okay. But tons of cameos is to me worse. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. I guess I, I put it incorrectly because I'm thinking of like almost extended cameos. The best thing I can think of right now is like Tropic Thunder and um I forget the name of the character he's playing, but Tom Cruise's character in, in Tropic Thunder, okay, where it's like yeah. an actual character, but it's still like not like a major role, you know. But well, every time he that, was on screen, it was like, 
Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, and it's even, I think it's even, di- it depends on the type of movie, right? Like, this is supposed true. to be a serious biopic. This is a biopic, yeah, about Oppenheimer. Serious, and it's, it's a big fucking deal. Weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with, you know, Tropic Thunder, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You know, I don't mind being taken out a little bit of a comedy. Right. Uh, and, you know, an unserious, you know, tongue in cheek kind of a thing. But it, yeah, it depends on the movie. I guess, sure. you, yeah, you're right. Setting, setting really plays a role, plot plays a role. Um, but all that being said, I am excited to see this movie. I love Christopher Nolan. This is this is a big story. I don't I don't know if it was a joke. Did did I read somewhere that they were going to allow him to like detonate a really big bomb for this? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it seems like the kind of thing he would insist on, rather than being like do it CGI. Like he, I could see him being like, no, we're using a real bomb. Right. Like I I seem to remember that he was given the okay to to detonate a really big fucking bomb. Hell yeah. I hope he but, does. I hope that um, Okay, let's see here. This this looks promising. September 24th, 2021, so it's a little old. Christopher Nolan conducts a bomb atom bomb test in New Mexico for new film. So, um yeah, I, mean, I you can achieve a pretty comparable looking explosion with just a shitload of TNT. And then yeah. make it look even more so in post. But I think, like, because he's Christopher Nolan, he was like, no, it's got to be an atom bomb. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he tried. <laughs> I'm, sure he was, I'm sure he tried that. He's like, well, can we make it atomic? And they're like, no, you dumbass. Is this a satire site? Is Screen Idol a satire site? <laughs> it sounds like it might be. <laughs> that's, and that's what it keeps getting me. Is like, I don't, there's so many of these, like, smaller, like, movie. Um, websites that I don't know if what I'm reading is ever true, so I'm not gonna like actually go out on a limb and say that's true. But uh, I've I've read that he he blew up quite a bit of uh, shit to to hit this Oppenheimer uh, like feel. It, yeah, it's definitely sure. some scary shit. Oh man, that's funny. Uh, okay, well let's move on. I feel like we've somehow filled 45 minutes of airtime here so uh a couple of last little things you posted one that i'm very excited about we finally have a release date for welcome to wrexham the documentary about uh rob McElhenney and ryan reynolds purchasing a fifth tier uh soccer team in wales and i'm really stoked to watch this like it just documents their entire first season and how they did it and stuff. And it's a um, series, isn't it? Watch it. Uh, yeah, it's a series. Man, I'm excited for this. Coming to Disney Plus August 25th. I've been stoked for this ever since they announced they were going to do a documentary about it, uh, and we're finally going to get to see it soon. And it's a FX. I I seem to remember also seeing that it's going to be on Hulu. I'm not positive of that, but I'm pretty sure it will also be streaming on Hulu if you don't have Disney Plus. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Everything FX does goes to Hulu, so... Yeah. If they did it, that would be really weird. It'd be really weird, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, mark your calendars for that, because what a ride that'll be. I'm going to be watching the fuck out of this series. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, the last thing I wanted to touch on is not even in our notes, Keith, because I just got an email about it. Ooh, uh, secret news. We have something brand new coming to Shudder. I believe it just dropped. It is a documentary called This Is Guar. Okay. 
And this is the tagline is the true story of the sickest band in the world. Oh my God. There's going to be so much come in this documentary. I'm excited for it. I'm excited <laughs> for all of it. <laughs> oh man. If you don't know who Guar is, you're going to want to look that up before you go balls deep into this. <laughs> this should be really cool. I didn't. So I found out recently that Guar like was basically just a bunch of like nerds like a few nerds in college who decided to start a band and they do all their own like costumes, all their own effects. Like they put together the entire stage show themselves. It's like a huge production. It's a and, massive and production. They're the ones leading it all and doing everything and designing everything and all. And they were just like some like engineer nerds. I think that's, that's so fucking sick. Uh, so this promises to be a pretty cool documentary. Uh, it just dropped on shutter. I'm going to watch that for sure. Yeah definitely uh i think that's it i don't have any more news to go over did you have anything else no i don't think so i think we i think we nailed it i i can't believe we filled so much time (laughs) (laughs) we got into some good stuff this worked maybe we should (laughs) get into some jib jab i like it i need more of our plans to fall through (laughs) so uh well thanks everyone for listening i hope this was as fun for you as it was for us uh to to the fan out there who is really looking forward to this watch along i promise you it will be happening eventually oh we're gonna do it yeah um and yeah don't forget check us out on the facebook's the tweeters uh join our discord server and chat with us about movie news and and what you're watching don't forget to check out our website three guys one up.com where you can find a extensive list of all our past recommendations as well as a link to our Patreon. Click that link. Please become a patron. Uh, I keep forgetting. we got to start thanking all our patrons on the show. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. You're the best. Become a patron, and uh, you know I'll thank you at the beginning of the show from now on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, and be a patron. Be loved by us. And with that, we will be back next week. Thank you, and good night. 